It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. See better and drive safer with new bulbs from O'Reilly Auto Parts. Get a better view of the road and save. Receive a $15 O'Reilly gift card after rebate plus two times old rewards points with the purchase of Sylvania Silver Star Ultra or select ZXE Twin Pack Bulbs. Replace your old bulbs and see better. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts or O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Aaron Hogan for Orchard, and you can use your imagination with me for a second, but imagine this, selling your old home from the comfort of your couch in your new home. I know, it's crazy, and your imagination, right? But actually, it's true. With Orchard, you can move into your new home before selling your old home and still sell for top dollar. There's example after example. Here's just one couple moving from Colorado to Texas for work. It's going to be a nightmare. They have to sell their old home first, then move and rent an apartment, then move again into their home. What a nightmare. We've all heard those stories, been a part of that maybe. Then they found out about Orchard's Move First program, which enabled them to sell their old home after moving into their new home on their timeline no home showings no prep work orchard does it all oh and there's even more good news orchard sold their home in less than a week and for more than they thought orchard sold our old home in less than a week and for way more than we thought so we got a boat so again it's not in your imagination it's absolutely true and happening all the time and every day buy your next home before you sell and be prepared to be delighted get a free no obligation cash offer from orchard o-r-c-h-a-r-d.com that's orchard.com Real Texans are genius. Bud Light salutes you, overly dedicated Texas Longhorn fan. Welcome. You show up to every UT football, basketball, baseball, volleyball, and ball-related sport there is. Ping pong. Each game, you slather your entire body in burnt orange. Every nook and cranny. Yes, you're brewed in Texas, and so is your Bud Light. Enjoy responsibly. Texas edition Bud Light beer cans. Anheuser-Busch, Houston, Texas. You're listening to KTAE AM Elgin, K270CO Round Rock. We are the Horn. The Horn. Guests on the Horn appear courtesy of the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline. Vaqueros now delivers and offers curbside pickup. For info on placing your lunch or dinner order, visit vaqueroscafe.com. Hook them up with he and Rod P. Brought to you by Bud Light on the Horn. All right, a lot of uh, thoughts on the text line. Always appreciate your communication and uh, participation in the program. We roll into hour four of our five-hour conversation this Tuesday morning. It's uh, 447 Three seven seven six five one two four four seven three seven seven six. Somebody said, that "Guys, that Vegas F one race, it's tearing up the strip. They're cutting down all the trees on the sidewalk." Because I mean, Whoa. he said, "I mean, blank the shade in Vegas, right?" Damn. Oh, cause it's a wreck or something. Is that why? Yeah, it you is? can't have it's trees. Yeah. I guess. No, it makes yeah. sense. No, it makes perfect sense. I'm just saying, like, I didn't. Where's wow. the Arbor Society? <laughs> well, I guess they'll, they'll probably plant a lot. But then, how are they going to do this annually? When are they, they doing this? How often? I, I am so. If you're doing it annually, this. there's no point in planting trees there. If you're going to do this annually and cut down the trees, they'll probably 
they'll probably have to, I don't know if the city even cares, but usually the city makes a deal with different organizations. They'll plant trees. For every one they cut down, they'll plant a certain amount somewhere else in the city yes. or in the city limits so that they still have trees, just not in that particular area where they're having the race. Hopefully that's what they're doing, not just cutting down trees because that's a tragedy. Sad. You know what I mean? Sad because I – I, mean, I, I live in a neighborhood where, you know, we have a lot of beautiful trees, but I'm sure a lot of people experience this after the freeze. Like, a lot of the beautiful trees in the neighborhood, like, started to rot and die yeah. because of the freeze. Sad, man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, don't be just cutting down trees, Don't man. be cutting down trees. I love just my trees. Just cutting down trees, man. I love the trees. One of the, the best aspects of our my home home office here, Rod, where we oh, have the big, big trees in the front yard. Oh, you guys have beautiful trees around And then, here, of course, man. the golf nice. course across the way. Oh. Uh, by the way, it's a big day, Rod, in addition to being uh, – well, Jimbo Fisher's going to make a lot of money today. Jimbo's happy today. You did. So it's just, that's the question. I be on How does Jimbo feel today? Today. All right, because he's a prideful guy. You, you got pride. Everybody's got pride in their profession, all right, in your work. You want, and, and you're a public persona, so you don't want to be mocked and ridiculed and humiliated. All right, nobody wants that, even though how much money you're making. Nobody wants that. So how does Jimbo feel today? Is he, did he wake up and smile? Did he wake up? Was he giddy? Was he joyful? Was he a little bit, you know, annoyed that publicly he's being mocked and ridiculed? But, hey, privately, I got a whole lot of money. How does Jimbo feel today, you think? I think he jumped out of bed and it maybe slept good? in, rolled over his snooze <laughs> a couple of times. And <laughs> so he's not he's not unhappy. He's, he's, you think he's happy? He's feeling perfectly, like, comfortable? I think he's content, Rod. Okay. Satis- okay. There you go. You know, knowing coaches, he'll just say, well, you know, there were a lot of issues and it wasn't all my fault. It wasn't uh, all his fault. It wasn't all his fault, but yeah. it's on his watch. But it's how about responsibility. This? So within 60 days, they owe him $19.4 million. So he'll get a direct deposit, $19.4 mil. That's what Dang. the boosters have collected. Whew. And with a, within 120 days, so within 60 days beyond that, wow. he's owed another $7.27 million. And then that $7.727 million number will be hitting his bank account every year from 2025 through 2031. Ooh, mailbox money. So, there yeah, that's go. how they'll pay that back. What's the first out. big thing Jimbo buys with this? Big, so he gets, he gets $19 million? 19.4. So what what do you buy? What's the first thing Jimbo buys? I'm assuming buys? if you're A&M, you're just going to give him the whole 26 point ha- yes. 26 and a half. Because so what's he going to buy with the first like big check he gets? 26 mil. What, uh, you buy a boat? You buy a boat? By yacht? You know what, what I say doing? about it if, it? if it floats or flies or Fs, Rod, you, you rent it. So I would that's be. True. But in that, when you got that much money, you don't really care. Land? Land. Well, yeah, that's true. He already owns a ranch. Yeah. You buy another one. I'd buy land. <laughs> buy I'd another. be buying land. Buy another one. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, take your thoughts on that. What should Jimbo Fisher buy with his first? Be clever on that because I'm not thinking cleverly right now. I'm thinking re- yeah, you're practically. Yeah, exactly. I want you, something clever. You're too pragmatic. You're like, uh, land, land, don't invest in <laughs> Land, land. Be don't really buy any cars. Don't stuff <laughs> shirts. Financial advisor. I was like, yeah. Uh, He's about yeah, to what is, I'm trying to think of something because I'm, just, I'm thinking you need Jimbo. something elaborate, something that, you know. That you, you can you can splurge on. You want something to splurge. What's, this, what's this, what did Jimbo splurge on? I don't know what Jimbo. I guess you're right. I think he's just a good old country boy. I like to hunt fish. So he probably would go buy like a nice. He probably got his eye on some piece of land with some exotic animals he's going to bring on there. So he can like. Ooh, yeah. Buy like, like, yeah, he's got land. Buy like a tiger. Like, or yeah, like real like exotic <laughs> game. Like a gaming ranch where he can just have an exotic game out there. And then Jimbo you know, could, be, should, could, be, should become the, uh, the East Texas Tiger King. Exactly. And then, yeah, it's a great point. <laughs> And then all the rich boosters and donors will uh, sugar dads want to pay him money to come hunt on his ranch all of this very exotic, you know, African game and stuff like that. 
Boom. So he said go. Jimbo needs to buy an offense. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the other part of this contract that he signed. That's is a he good is, one. Uh, that's a good one. He is, he, there's no offset cost. So if, he's, if he takes another job, let's say, I don't know, you know, insert smaller job here. If he just wants to keep coaching football, Rod, he can make that's money. The, that's the question. Does he coach again? I wouldn't. When you got this kind of money. Yeah, when you got this money, coach is in your blood and somebody like. Uh, yeah, some guys, they, they really, they'll kind of wither away if they don't get out there and coach a little bit, do yeah. something. He can be an analyst. Coach. He can be an analyst I like GP know. was. Jimbo talks too fast. He confused the company. Like, what? Excuse me? What would you say, Jimbo? Come on, Jimbo, break it he, down. He gets to be a little like Boomhauser, Boomhauser or whatever on the, on the whatever. Oh yeah, King was. of the Hill. King of the Hill. Yeah. So you say he, no, he kind of rambles. <laughs> he does ramble. Yeah. So no analyst work for him. No, no, you know he could go coach high school football for crying out loud. You that, know, just that would be great if he. That's, that was how you know he really loved it. If he was like, yeah, I'm just going to coach go to, a small college. I just right want to coach. East Texas. Yeah. I don't care about the platform. I Blinn. just want to coach. I'm going to coach at Blinn. <laughs> Junior college, good athletes at Blinn. and you know what? They would still be complaining about his offense. They, of course they <laughs> would. Blinn, they'd be like, "This offense is is archaic. It's antiquated." And it's, it is, Jimbo. It is, Jimbo. How does offense get so, like, I just don't know how it got so archaic. Stubbornness. That means he never, he never evolved it. Like year after year, he would just keep the same offense he had at Florida State under Jameis Winston. He never evolved it real time. He never added to it. Different Worked elements. Once. Worked once, right? I guess so. But yeah, what year did that work? I mean, the football is evolving faster than we've ever seen it. <laughs> he said Jimbo and Ed Orgeron need to open a pickleball course. <laughs> That's now, pretty funny. Y'all are joking. But pickleball facility. That'd be a uh, good investment. I must say, they do that They do that thing in the right city, and they'd kill it. Blow it up. <laughs> they'd kill it. Hey, uh, so I was going to mention, today's kind of a big day uh, for a couple of big brands. So ESPN, today launches ESPN Bet. Oh, I've seen this actually already. Yes. I want to say I'm following ESPN Bet already. How is that possible? Uh, well, uh, did they, so they do that? ESPN debuts. Of course, Disney finally jumps full, full, full bore into sports gambling. Remember, they bought Dave Portnow's, the, the Barstool Sports guys, you know, the betting side of his company. And now it's ESPN bets. Talk about that guy. Remember, he ended up selling the company, and they sold. Remember, he oh, ended up selling the company, and they they gave it basically gave it back to him for pennies on the dollar. Right, because he wanted out of it anyhow. <laughs> it was a pain in the butt. But it'll start in 17 states where gambling is legal. So ESPN, the biggest, you know, the four-letter network, gets involved in gambling for the first time. Also, today marks the day that Netflix gets into sports. Um, they're launching. They've been dabbling with these documentaries and stuff for a while. This is the, now they're doing this. Uh, yeah, they're they're in now. Netflix, we'll we'll get to see if it works, mm-hmm. uh, because Netflix is coming with their uh, what do we call this? Uh, where the net, where the F one drivers are playing golf against golfers. Oh, really? Yes, it's. I don't know how that's going to go, but they're in Vegas, and while they're doing this, so PGA Tour players Ricky Fowler, Justin Thomas, okay. Max Homa, and Colin Morikawa will be paired with F one drivers Lando Norris, Carlos Sainz, Alex Albon, and Pierre Gasly to compete for the Netflix Cup which is from Vegas. Of course, they're racing there this week, as we just talked That's about. That's a good idea. So are they going to – the Netflix Cup will consist of uh, different athletes in different sports. I guess. Competing against golfers. Is that the premise, or are we just doing this I one-time thing? That's a good idea, though. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. It's a good idea. Yeah. I just wonder if that's going to be not the premise going forward. You can get, like, football players, and they can play the real golfers. Netflix says the, the event will comprise eight holes of a match, two and a half hours long, this is their first flurry into live sports, okay. right? Live sports. Everybody's got to try to get into it, man. Now, they tried something to, to do a, a reunion show recently that was live, and it failed miserably. It did not go well. 
So because they're so they're all they're all streaming, you know. The, um, but uh, the the Netflix so viewership numbers for Netflix Cup won't be released, but similar celebrity golf specials, the match, yeah, uh, with with Mahomes and Kelsey and that. Yeah. So we'll see. So we'll see though. So you got HBO, you got ESPN getting into gambling, and you got Netflix into live sports and the well, ongoing changing face of the ecosystem. Well, you got you got to think about it. You know, right now everybody's trying to grow the revenue pie in these in these pro sports organizations and these entities and the best two there are two ways to grow it. Uh the best way to grow it right now is gambling. And the gambling sure. revenue because, you know, state by state you're starting to see legalized gambling and not it here. Is is it not yet? Yeah, but it's an economic windfall uh, everywhere it's been so far. Oh, that won't matter here. Uh, exactly, but I'm just saying it's been it's an economic windfall. So that's that's why the NFL is big into gambling now. And one of the other ways to do it, talk about the the current entertainment ecosystem, which is just rapidly changing before our very eyes. Um, and these in these broadcast networks or the streaming services, you have to get into live sports because it's one of the kind of the last two or three types of programs that Americans watch live. They've basically done the research that Americans don't watch anything live anymore. Uh, the only thing they'll watch live is sports. They'll watch the live sports. I don't know if that Netflix is going to do that live or not, um, but they'll watch sports live. They'll watch news live, and we like like what they call disaster porn. Like if something bad happens, bad weather, some tragic event, people will watch that live. That's about it. That's about it. Politics throws and goes into the news thing, so if you're having a debate or something like that, people will watch that live. People just don't watch a lot of live stuff anymore. We just we, we like things at our fingertips. We like it at our convenience. But sports, it's actually penetrated. People will watch it live. That's why you got to get into sports. Your streaming service, you got to get into live sports. You have to. Got to. Yeah. Uh, before we get to Rod's rant, a couple other notes. I don't know if, as we talked, uh, Jimbo Fisher, his replacements. We talked about the, uh, you know, the the domino effect that's about to happen around the state of Texas. So we'll keep an eye on that. But uh, according to this right here, you know, the sphere we were just talking about in Vegas. Mm -hmm. Dana White says the UFC will host an event in the Sphere next year in 2024, a UFC event. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can expect the F1 thing to be something included with They'll that Sphere. They'll have something on, on it displayed. But I believe the NHL wants to have their draft there. I don't know if they finalized it. They've been talking. They want to have their draft there. If they have their draft there, everybody's going to try to have their draft there. And that's going to be crazy. Having yeah. been to the draft in uh, Vegas Ooh. when they had it there, I made the argument coming home that it should be there every year. Really? Oh, it's the perfect place because they, I, I like that the Super Bowl moves because yeah. that moves around the country. Mm -hmm. But Vegas is you know, like if you're a fan of it, like it's cool to have it in Kansas City or Dallas or nah, one of these. That's a good point. Dude, if you're a fan, you just want to go to Vegas and yeah. you get to gamble and then you get to go to the draft. And then you get to go gamble and yeah. you go to the pool. And then you go get And when we were there. It was really cool. Like all 32 teams, you had people with jerseys and it was packed yeah. and people will flock to that thing. And uh, and then just put it in the sphere. Just put it in the sphere. Yeah. Come on. I mean, I like, I like how interactive and cool would the draft be in the sphere oh, for the NFL? Oh, yeah. my gosh. Especially considering, yeah. With highlights playing up on the exactly. roof. Exactly. Oh, no, I'm with you. That's basically that's why the NHL is a good idea for them. Uh, it won't be the most spectacular because the NHL is not that popular. Uh, but you're right. The NFL does it. Man, no. They'll, they'll, really, they'll kill it. They'll it break, they'll break social media year. with it. It would be so no, cool. I think you're and right. It was a great time. We, uh, my sons and I went. It was my son's Nolan. Uh, it's the 24th birthday, so we went to that. It was a lot of fun. By the way, speaking of technology, did you see when, when uh, the Patriots played the Colts in Germany on, on Sunday? I don't know if you saw the video of this, but the, the roof, it's a retractable roof stadium in Germany, mm -hmm. but the roof is almost like cloth, like a tent, and it folds into the scoreboard. It's on a series of wires, and the whole roof folds into the scoreboard that hangs down. 
It is hitting. You know, this is German technology. It doesn't block the scoreboard, though, does it? No. It just well, folds. it folds up into it, and then the scoreboard drops. Oh, and it folds inside? And it can fold back out and close back. I'll have, I'll have to show you the picture of yeah, it. It's, it is, I'll retweet it. It's unbelievable. That is cool. I'm like, these Germans, man. These Germans. They know how to build things. <laughs> that is pretty cool. I didn't German know engineer. It's really cool. If you're, I mean, it's, uh, so, yeah, so you have this. this it, it opens when it's raining or inclement, and it covers the field, and then, you know, most of the time it's open because it gets sunlight. Interesting. And it falls right into the damn scoreboard. And this is their uh, – this is a soccer stadium, right? Yes. Is that yours? Okay. Yes. Is this like common? This is like technology that is guess, common, common or, or, oh. or they they're, they're the ones it who are unique to this? It looks to me like something you could install in a stadium that doesn't currently have a roof. Now it'd have to be in this right shape. Now, like if you just like wide open air, so that basically would be instead of the the like the permanent like uh, like roof that you could have that obviously you can open and close, they have basically a temporary roof to open and close. I'm gonna show you, so you can see this. I'll make it big. And then we're going to do your rant. See how that folded back up? Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah, that is cool. Isn't that cool? That is freaking. That's, that's, that's awesome. Cool. So I'll retweet that picture. But oh, yeah, th that's awesome. That's cool. Tech that's German technology. That is pretty. German. I, actually, I didn't. That's, that's I mean, you're really watching, cool. and you're, you can't stop watching. You're like, holy cow. That's really cool. And I wonder how old that stadium is. I mean, how I, don't know. I think I, I think the this. roof part is pretty new. Hmm. Okay, let's get to Rod's rant as we talk about a variety of things, ESPN's bets and roofs and F1 races in Vegas and Sin City, let's go to the rant. Rod's rant of the day is brought to you by Apple Leasing, the easiest and safest way to get a new car. Any make, any model. Click AppleLeasing.com and experience how easy it is. I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Find out what happens when people stop being polite and start getting real. You ain't keeping it real. Oh my God, okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. Oh, you've got it now. It's time for Rod's rant of the day. Hold on to your butt. All right, let's talk about the Dallas Cowboys for a second. First of all, Dak Prescott is uh, playing an extremely high level, um, and that big Dak energy is on full display. Uh, had 421 total yards versus the Giants, five touchdowns, 138 pass rating. Last four games for Dak, um, he's actually got 12 touchdowns, only two interceptions, 125.1 pass rating. He's actually been running the football more, too, with 90 rushing yards uh, on two touch uh, two touchdowns running the football. And what is, I think, even uh, if you're a Cowboys fan, uh, what is even more promising is that Dak has now kind of stacked three, four games together. Uh, and he's playing at a really high level. Last three games, three straight games, he's had at least 300-plus yards passing and at least three passing touchdowns. Only three players have a had a longer streak in a single season in the Super Bowl era. Steve Young had five such games. Patrick Mahomes and Peyton Manning have had four. Just throwing it out there. Dak's at three. <laughs> so Dak's playing at a really high level. And the reason for this, and I'll you know give credit to Mike McCarthy, which I know a lot of y'all don't like to give credit to Mike McCarthy, but you got to give credit to him because one of my rants prior to the bye week for the Cowboys was you know they have to modernize this offense, and and they 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 really did, you know, revamp the offense to try to make it as Dak friendly as possible. But the Texas offense, the one thing it was missing was were the cheat codes, uh, cheat codes and force multipliers. These are just different concepts. These are uh, different schemes. Um, these are different tactics that'll give you a, an advantage, right? Give your, your team an advantage. Give your players an advantage. Um, it can be anything from pre-snap motion to play-action pass to RPOs. Uh, you know, different, like I said, there are different con 
concepts, you can throw them into the cheat code category. And the Cowboys just weren't using enough of these cheat codes. And I pointed that out prior to the bye week, and I said, if they just start using more cheat codes, this offense will improve exponentially. Since week six, Dak Prescott's passing grade by Pro Football Focus is first in the NFL. So he's been the highest-ranked passer, or highest-graded passer, I should say, by Pro Football Focus since week six. 9.7 yards per attempt. That also is first among NFL quarterbacks. His 12 passing touchdowns is first among NFL quarterbacks since week six. Um, his big-time throw rate, 10.7%, first among quarterbacks since week six. 1.2% turnover-worthy uh, play rate is fourth among quarterbacks since week six. And his 67% of passing yards via air yards, that means uh, the, obviously the ball in the air, not yak yards, not yards after the catch, um, that also is first in the NFL. He is second in total passing yards, uh, and he's got a bye week. So Dak is lighting it up, and you might think to yourself, so what's the difference? Here's the difference. Just – Two cheat codes, just a couple of cheat codes the Cowboys have started to use more of that have helped them tremendously offensively. They're using more pre-snap motions, more pre-snap motions and shifts. Uh, when the Cowboys played the 49ers in uh, – the 49ers, that was that week four, was that? Week four, I believe it was for the 49ers and the Cowboys. Either way, when they played them, that was 39% uh, pre-snap motion and shift rate for the Cowboys, which was – pretty low. I mean, these days, teams are easily close to 50%, if not above 50%, pre-snap motion rates and shifts. Um, now, the Cowboys, at least versus the Giants, they were at 61% uh, pre-snap motion and shift rate. Uh, versus the Philadelphia Eagles, that was at 54%. Hell, the Rams was at 56%. The Chargers, they were at 62%. So we're starting to see this Cowboys offense use more of the cheat codes. The easiest one is just pre-snap motion shift. You see teams use it all the time. The Miami Dolphins have taken it to an extreme level. They're using it probably close to 70 80% of the time. 85% of their touchdowns uh, they've scored on have been with pre-snap motions and shifts. So you're starting to see the NFL, even Shannon used to be ahead of everybody in the NFL using uh, pre-snap motion, but now teams have taken off, and they've even gone more extreme than he has. Since the bye week, though, the Cowboys, they rank 8th in pre-snap motion and shift rate, so they're top 10 there. Prior to the bye, they were 14th. They were middle of the pack, and now you're seeing them increase that uh, usage of pre-snap motion, and I think it's, also, it's helped uh, the, the offense uh, tremendously. I don't know exactly. I can't really quantify exactly how uh, analytically – it has helped the offense, but I think eye test-wise, it is clear that the offense is able to now to manipulate matchups a little bit better. We'll get to that in here just a second. Because part of that manipulating the matchups is to get your best players in one-on-one -on -one situations. Right? How do you get CeeDee Lamb in a one-on-one -on -one situation? Cowboys have been using what they call three-by-one sets, trips to one side, single receiver to the other side, forcing defenses to pick their poison. You want to double CeeDee Lamb because he's playing so well. Right now, CeeDee Lamb, you go look at it just based on the last three weeks. Well, take the last four games. He has 41 receptions on 51 targets, 620 yards in the last four games. 196 of that is yak yards, yards after the catch. Three touchdowns, 27 first downs in the last four games. And he's 6 of 7 on contested catch situations. Um, and he's uh, for 6 missed tackles, got 22 plays or receptions of 15-plus yards, averaging 3.88 yards per route run right now. He's playing at an all-pro level. There are only two receivers in the NFL right now playing better than CeeDee Lamb, and you could argue CeeDee Lamb is playing as good, if not better, than him, and that is Tyreek Hill and A.J. Brown. And prior to the bye week, 
at, when CeeDee Lamb was complaining, <laughs> right, about not getting enough touches, what I said in Rod's round of the day, I said, y'all got to come in and you have to get him the football. Analytically, all the metrics had shown that he was playing at an all-pro level. Cowboys were, were just, you know, un, they, basically they were underutilizing him. They weren't throwing him the football, and they weren't targeting him. You got to force feed the football to CeeDee Lamb. He played a cut. Uh, but a few weeks ago, prior to the bye week of <laughs> of C. Lamb going on a radio show and him asking him what's the identity of the offense, him saying, I don't know. He didn't know what the identity of the offense is. Now we know what the identity of the offense is. What is it? It's Dak to CD. It's big Dak energy and him throwing to CD Lamb. That's the identity of the Cowboys offense. And it's been working for CD. Remember, I told you that the Cowboys were doing a they were doing a terrible job of being able to isolate him and manipulate one-on-one matchups or being able to put him in one-on-one matchup situations. Now with the three-by-one sets that they're using, trips to one side, single receiver to the other side, a lot of times CD is the single receiver, and if he's not the single receiver, forcing them to either play him man-to-man matchup or double him, if you double CD, you're not going to win the numbers battle with the trips. You're going to text uh, the Cowboys are going to have the numbers advantage with the trip side. But if you decide to win the numbers advantage and go four on three on the trip side, that means you're single. All right, you're singled up on CD Lamb, and he can beat almost any team's best corner or best DB. Doesn't matter if he's singled up on him or not. So I think that's a big part of it. They're finding better ways to manipulate one-on-one matchups. And now Dak Prescott versus man coverage this season because of the way they're manipulating man-to-man, first in passing yards. First in passing touchdowns, first in passer rating, first uh, in success rate, throwing versus man-to-man coverage this season. And a lot of that is C.D. freaking Lamb. Becoming uh, the game-breaker that uh, when the Cowboys drafted him, uh, when he fell to them, uh, they knew he could become, and here he is. Because <clears throat> uh, remember, they traded Amari Cooper. Could C.D. Lamb become the one, the, the, the go-to guy? Yeah, could some people doubted that. That's ridiculous. Uh, Debo Samuel, you know, Tyreek Hill. Uh, A.J. Brown, these type of players, he certainly is in that in that regard. He is. Uh, Cooper Cup, when he's healthy with the Rams, is that type of player for sure. Uh, good stuff right there with Rod's rant. Cowboys, uh, they're a 10.5-point favorite in Carolina on Sunday. Ooh, they're going to demolish them. I'll take that money. That's an easy bet. Yeah. That's an easy bet with the Cowboys. You know, Ty, Ty is our gambler, and he said he doesn't uh, take double-digit lines. But against the Giants, it was against like you kind of have to. They can't yeah. make it big enough. Oh, man. Well, the Cowboys against a bad team. Yeah. You talked about that on Monday. It's like one of the things that we can count on. We come in here on Monday. If the Cowboys played a bad team, they blew them out. How did we do in our picks, Aaron? Uh, I did not do well. You did great, by the way. I'll, we'll do that coming up. I have them for you. We'll we'll run through them. I forgot to do that yesterday. As we got, uh, and it was because I had a bad week. I, I had a great week. I had a great week. He, he did. placed a bet, forgot about it, got parlayed, and then won the next day. That's Damn a double right. winner. <laughs> uh, we're coming back. Uh, we'll get a little around who said that before the end of the hour. We're talking uh, coaching carousel. Longhorns trying to play four quarters of football, and the Cowboys and Texans. You heard right there. Let's hook them up with Ian Rodvick. Before I kick off the good news, uh, in the Round Rock, Hutto, Pflugerville, Georgetown area, those delays are pretty much over with. But in North Austin, you're going to see some slowdowns from Parmer to the deck, southbound on the interstate, and northbound I-35 still very slow, although some breaks in the action finally from Onion Creek to Stasby and Old Torp to Cesar Chavez. And we're not completely done with the Hayes County delays. Kyle DeButa, although they are beginning to ease up. Southbound Mopac still very solid, 183 to 2222, not convinced that there might be a crash right there near 2222. Uh, over at Denson Drive, a Guadalupe, a wreck there. Also a slaughter near the northbound access of I-35. That's an injury crash. And toll 130 northbound, toll 45, getting word of a wreck there too. So that all comes together on the south side. So anticipate those delays as well. South Congress at Riverside, Amber Glen at Palmer, a couple of other crashes that are trying to clear. I'm Don Miller. That's traffic. 
Hey, what's up, folks? Lifetime Longhorn Rod Babers here. Let me tell you about our friends at Apple Leasing because you want friends and you need friends like my friends at Apple Leasing. Apple Leasing has the ability to put you in any make or model vehicle that you want. Uh, my friends at Apple Leasing, uh, they understand that time is money and they want to save you both. They're going to save you time, save you money, and find you tremendous value. Now, the car market is, is a little bit crazy and it can be unpredictable. And you want to make sure you have an advocate all right, on your side when you're trying to uh, go find the perfect car for your family for your budget for your lifestyle and that's what apple leasing represents for you apple leasing they will make sure that you get the best bang for your buck that they will make sure that you get the car you want for the price you want for the payment that you want all you got to do is give them all the details they understand that life can be hectic life can be stressful who's got time to go to different dealerships to do all the price shopping to vet all the salesmen to vet all the dealers look at all the yelp reviews uh to go to price shopping and to do the research about the cars that's a lot that's a lot on anybody's plate it can be stressful it can be a lot of headaches involved in that process and it can be time consuming who's got that kind of time let apple leasing do the hard work for you you reach out to apple leasing give them a call 512-346-9977 or you go online at appleleasing.com and all it takes is one phone call like click on apple leasing's website and you'll get a quote on any make or model vehicle that you want they'll even give you an estimate on the value of your trade-in right over the phone all right that's what apple leasing does they've been doing business here in austin for almost 40 years because they do it the right way by taking care of their customers that's why they get so much repeat business people coming back to get cars for their loved ones for their significant others for their kids uh, and that's what our police is all about my man scott cross says he's just trying to make friends he lets the car business take care of itself. Well, it's been taking care of itself and taking care of you for almost 40 years. So reach out to Apple Leasing today and learn about all the different ways they can help you. They got a simple, interest, easy lease because that's what they want to do. They want to make it simple for you, simplify the process, uh, and they can find you a lot of different vehicles. They have the flexibility to find you any type of possibilities that you have for your vehicle that fits you best, but more importantly, that fits your budget best. So give them a call, 512-346-9977, or visit AppleLeasing.com. That's AppleLeasing.com. Diamonds Direct's last and largest sale of the year is this weekend. Get an incredible 20% off virtually everything. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets. Save an extra 20% off Diamonds Direct's already unbeatable prices. This is the big one with an expanded selection and in-store designer appearances all weekend. Special financing, too. Lowest prices of the year starting Friday. Get details and more at DiamondsDirect.com. Open this Sunday for this extraordinary once-a-year store-wide event. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Get a great deal on select Kubota equipment, the number one rated tractor brand for durability and owner experience in the U.S. The versatile lineup is built to help you make the most of your land. Right now at participating dealers, get a Kubota compact tractor for zero down, 0% APR for 84 months, plus save up to $800 on qualifying implements. Now through December 31st, see us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more details. From the Gulf of Mexico to the hill country of Texas, Ewald Kubota is your Kubota dealer. As we transition into cooler days, it's time to prepare for winter with Pinnacle Propane. Introducing our winter prep offer with savings up to $175 on your next fill. Don't wait. Visit us at PinnaclePropane.com or call us today at 830-693-4383 and stay warm all winter while saving with Pinnacle Propane. To help you prepare even more, you'll have a chance to win a portable backup home generator and a Carhartt gift certificate. Pinnacle Propane, your trusted partner for all your propane needs. Aaron Hogan, Rod Babers, hook him up. 1019 AM 1260, The Horn. 
Tuesday on the horn. It is uh, who said that before the top of the hour. Then it's the fabulous fifth hour. You know that. And uh, talking Texas football, Steve Sarkeesian, getting a little, getting a little testy, trying to guide this thing to Arlington at this point, understanding that. Uh, I know you've rewatched the game a few times, Rod. The uh, the, the the even the, the body language of the players, the intensity of the players, first half to second half was different. Yep. I think that's what we hear Sark talking about. That look, guys, we 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 can't coast to anything here. Uh, we're trying to root that out of this program at this point. Just because we you know, scored two quick touchdowns before the end of the half and it's 26-6, to six, this game is not by no means over, right? And you've got to keep mm-hmm. doing the little things. And that's, I think, what he's trying to stress to his team on all phases. Uh, but, you know, this program still can uh, – every program, but certainly this one can, can find the entitlement word from time to time where you yep. just feel like, oh, we'll just show up and we'll – you know, we're going to roll out of here with a win and uh, and move on. That you know, and TCU came out and played a heck of a. You know, Sonny Dykes got his team to fight to the bitter end and damn near won the game. Yeah, it's definitely a mindset issue with the team um, because you know they have the talent, you know they have the capability. Um, the scheme seems pretty sound. Now Sark would like them to be more aggressive. I think he even called out PK a little bit because um, he said he wants the scheme to be more aggressive and the play of the players to be more aggressive. He wants the players to play more aggressively, but I think he also implied he wants it called more aggressively. I think he wants them to blitz a little bit more um, and try to get after quarterbacks when teams become pass first because you're essentially getting all these teams in the same position. they got to become pass first. Essentially, they, you know, they – now, TCU didn't abandon the run. I thought they would. They actually didn't. They came out and ran the ball more <clears throat> in the second half when they were down double digits. Um, and I think that was part of the reason they came back because Texas played a lot of two high shell looks, which means they backed their safeties up, played with light boxes. Texas could do that because they got really good D tackles. But T- TCU said, okay, if you're going to play with a light box, I'm just going to run the ball. We're going to run the football. Uh, and they didn't have tremendous success, but it kept them balanced. Yep. And kept the Texas defense a little bit off, a little bit off schedule. Um, a little bit off balance, and that's when they were able to really maximize some of the same concepts that Texas has been exposed uh, exposed against versus the what U of H and Oklahoma and you know K State um, and TCU uh, via their pass defense. But there's no doubt about it that uh, in the second half, these guys seem to have a lapse in focus and they get distracted. And I don't know if it's complacency. I'm not sure if, you know, the, the lack of adjustments by the coaches and the players. I mean, there's a chess match within the game happening at the coaching level, but at the player level too. And the players need to win their individual chess match within the game. We were talking about that early on in the season. They're not winning those individual chess matches in the second half of the games lately. Yeah, and that's going to get them beat, and that's the, that's the frustration. I think that's why you hear Sark kind of sounding the alarm a little bit. Hey, guys. Uh, I'll, I'll, wake up. I'll go to this Monday news conference and protect you so long, but at some point, wake up. You need to wake up. Because <laughs> wake up. Wake <laughs> if you can gain 200 and, you know, 300 yards of offense in the first half, because, uh, look, TCU gave you some charity with some, mental, some, some mistakes, but you mm-hmm. still were able to churn out over 300 offensive yards, throw for 244. That can't just evaporate. Nope. That doesn't just go away. Agreed. And if you go back and watch series by series, there were little plays, right? I mean, there was a third and one early in the third quarter where Xavier Worthy just missed a block on a quick little throw. I mean, there's just – these are the things – you, you, you got to play great the whole game, Rod. That's how you are a great team. Four quarters. Exactly. That's why, you know, they're a really good team. Because great teams, they play a complete game. You'll see it. And we haven't really seen it from the team. We've seen it, we've seen it maybe twice this year against Baylor – did we see it against Alabama? I consider the opponent and I consider the road environment and the circumstance. I would say yes. 
That's probably as close as we've gotten to a complete game. But the Kim Kardashian, Nicki Minaj, Serena Williams size, Cardi B size, Megan the Stallion size. But here is, guys, they prepared for that game for months. So if you need months for you to play a complete game, to prepare your team to play a complete game, then we got a problem because you don't have months. You got days yeah. to get your team prepared to play a complete game, a full four-quarter game. That's exactly right. And that's uh, where this program is still trying to achieve. It's like a, a jockey on a horse, right? You're, you're, you're on the stretch run here. Do you, yep. And do you go to the whip? Uh, you, you know what I mean? I mean you you, you got to get that extra kick. <laughs> yeah. You need that kick, y'all. You go to the whip. Hey, you might need to. It start, seems like he went to it in the, in the media. A little bit. And I'm sure it was pretty intense behind the scenes, too. But Because, uh, look, yeah. that game got too close. I mean, right. that, Texas was in full control of that game. Full and, control uh, of that game. And then maybe he got a little stubborn, too, going with, okay, we're going to run the damn ball. I'll show you. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he implied I did it for because of the defense. Yeah, defense in that, in that, shredded. In, in that uh, press conference, he implies not that it was the injury to Quinn Ewers or a re-injury or, you know, an, an arm that got a little weak over time. He said, I was slowing the game down, essentially implied because my defense was getting gashed, so we had to slow this game down. Yeah, who who would completely dominated TCU in the first half for the most mm. part. Uh, all right, so now we have dueling uh, media reports, okay? Uh, we told you about the eight, about 8 o'clock about our friend Bobby Burton mm-hmm. with the Inside Texas report that oh, according yeah. to his sources, it's 90% that Quinn Ewers is, uh, uh, headed up, is going to return for 90. a season. 90%. That's a lot. That was in, in addition That's to an strong. Eric Nolene report or column at Inside Texas on Monday. Well, now here you go, Pete Thamel. Pete Thamel. Uh, oh, yeah, here we go. Got a national one now, too? Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. Now, this one differs now, Rod. This is what you get. This is why this is good. Pete Thamel. Uh, sources, Texas quarterback Quinn Ewers has yet to decide on whether to declare for the NFL draft. There's been conversation about a potential return to Texas, but there's, quote, a long way to go. Okay. Well, <laughs> now we got, yeah. Cool. And honestly, I wouldn't doubt if these sources are coming from the same camp. No. Oh, for sure. <laughs> right? And what, no, I'm, sorry, I'm not saying it's not Quinn Ewers' camp, but I'm saying they probably want both messages out there because they still haven't decided. You know, who knows if he has a, a great end to the season. I can take us two or three hot games. He gets to a, a college football playoff game or a Big 12 title game and has some epic, iconic performance, and, teams, and he shoots right back up the draft boards. So I think they just wait. They want to keep their options open. Like, yeah, we might want to come back just so y'all know. Hey, Sark, we might be coming back, man. Uh, but just so you know, NFL scouts and coaches, we might still be open to hitting the league just so y'all know. I think they want to have both of their options available here. And they want both parties, the NFL scouts and Sark, open to the possibility of it happening. Right, like, hey, Sark, don't don't just close the door on us coming back, man. We might be coming back. And NFL, don't start, you know, overlooking Quinn Ewers in this draft class. We might be coming out too. So you want both, you want both messages out there. I get that. That's a great point. Yeah. Uh, there's also uh, discouraging news on the Cowboys. Report that Leighton Vanderesh is now out for the year. Out for the year. The Dallas Cowboys linebacker. That would be a bummer. Then uh, uh, Cowboys haven't seen – you know what's amazing about the 49-17 to 17 game? A, my guy Tony Pollard didn't score a touchdown when they scored seven touchdowns. That's amazing. That's amazing. That is amazing. And Micah Parsons didn't really scratch the, the stat page. Like you go look that's at interesting. It. Yeah, you're right. I, 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 didn't, I didn't think about that, but you're right. He didn't do much. No, and that's rare. That is rare. <laughs> it's like, yeah. uh, you know, obviously we, we, coming out of the gate, he was going to be the defensive player of the year, and he still might. Uh, he's going to be in that conversation. But, yeah, 49-17, the game was never close, and we never really saw much from Micah Parsons. In that that's how you, know, you can dominate the, your opponent. You can have the, the largest yardage differential in an NFL game in 44 years, and your best player arguably didn't even have to crack the, the stat sheet. Yeah. That's that's impressive. That's how deep that defense is. Deron Bland, by the way, can we talk about how good he's playing? He, he leads he, the NFL in interceptions. He's gonna be an all, he? I think he's going to be an all-pro this year. 
sixth round pick a year ago. It, it's amazing what it, what they've done with him, but I think he's going to end up being an All Pro. He's right now. Let me go see if I because I found a great Deron Bland set. I want to make sure I get it correct here and don't uh, mess it up. But you go look at Deron Bland now uh, for the guy, and like I said, he he's he's actually taking this game to another level. But he was playing nickel, and then Trevon Diggs gets hurt, and he's got to go out to corner. He's got a uh, he's got the second best defensive grade by Pro Football Focus among cornerbacks. Um, he's got the second best coverage grade among cornerbacks. <laughs> uh, five interceptions. He's first among NFL cornerbacks. Forty-eight percent reception percentage uh, on when he's targeted. That's fourth best among cornerbacks. He is uh, allowing a thirty-two passer rating when he's targeted. That's first among corners in the NFL. 88.6 man coverage grade by Pro Football Focus. That's first. And at 39 and a half passer rating allowed in man coverage, that's also fourth best. So he's playing right now, no matter what metric you're looking at, like a top five corner in the league. Easy. And that's in addition to having, you know, Trevor Diggs when he comes back and you got Stephon Gilmore there now. He has the lowest passer rating allowed. So it's just, he's been phenomenal. He's been great. He's an all pro right now. He's playing like an all-pro. Yeah, he is, and he shows up uh, in every game. Uh, it seems like with a big play for the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. But now we know this for the Cowboys, right? This Carolina game, you know, the Washington game on Thanksgiving will be much watched because, <laughs> excuse me, it's Thanksgiving and everybody's yeah. sitting around eating yeah. and watching the game. No and uh, Sam Howell, by the way, Sam Howell having a pretty good season for the Y. That's, that's different than playing Tommy DeVito that or even true. Bryce Young. Yeah, he's getting sacked a lot, but I will admit that uh, that offense that they uh, – well, looks pretty uh, good. Yeah, that's Eric Bieniemy. He's Eric doing Bien-Ami. a nice job there. He's doing a good job. Uh, but you know, it may not matter. Big picture with Ron Rivera. But either way, that game will be everybody will watch that. But the important games then come after that, right? Uh, the, the 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 stretch for the Cowboys this three game stretch to get to eight and three, and put themselves right in the mix in the NFC. If they can do that, uh, then they get ten days off after Thanksgiving to get ready for that stretch late November into December. That's going to be, you know, five games against playoff teams. You're playing Philadelphia, Miami, Detroit. Uh, I mean, everybody's in there, which will be a hell of a lot of fun for football in December. Oh, yeah. But that's the proving ground. So whatever we say about the Cowboys now is, is factual, it's statistical, and it's true. But we all know it doesn't – until they gauge up against a really good team that they're going to have to beat in January, uh, you know. Much to do about nothing. Well, that's why the Texans mm-hmm. are such a conversation this morning is, and on yesterday because they beat a playoff team on the road uh, where yeah. they had a hot playoff team who was playing some really good football. That's impressive. That is impressive. Uh, Because that's something the Cowboys have not done. They should have done it in Philadelphia on on Sunday night two weeks ago. So you're saying the Texans have more uh, impressive wins so far this season than the Cowboys do? Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. Pittsburgh? I don't disagree with that at all. Uh, And and look, the Cincinnati win put up because if they lose to Cincinnati, which I thought they would, they'd be four and five and we wouldn't be talking about them. Joe, I mean, even if if CJ Stroud had another good game, we'd still be talking about it. But they won the game. They won the game. After beating Tampa when they were on the final drive. So now they've got some mojo. But that's that's a huge win. And that's what Dak needs. To get the big Dak energy, he's got to go on the road and beat a good team. And I think you heard to a man from the Cowboys how disappointed they were to leave Philadelphia that Sunday night with a loss because they outplayed Philadelphia. Because, uh, look, when they lost to San Francisco in San Francisco, they got it pummeled in every phase. Mm-hmm. In Philadelphia, they really outplayed the Eagles. Yeah, they did. Across the board. They, 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 they injured the quarterback, Jalen Hurts. Uh, they, they were their own worst enemy, and in the end, they come down with a loss. That's, what, that's the hump they have to climb. Yeah, but that's the problem with the Cowboys, right? That's been the hump for the last, what, three years? Yeah. 
Like that's that's the frustration. It feels Cowboys like they're fans. close, man. Yeah, exactly, right? It feels like they've been knocking on the door and won twelve games in back to back years. I gotta ask Ty this. Ty, are we selling fool's gold here? Is there fool's gold here in the Cowboys? Are you about to get back on this wagon or you're not there yet? Nope. Not there. Nope. <laughs> not doing it. Not gonna be not going there. <clears throat> They're gonna win. 10, they're they're, they're going to win three. 10, 11 games, 10 games, something like that. They do that almost every year. Exactly. That's my point is that long, I think Cowboys fans, they're tired of seeing them and, win. Hey, and right now, guess who they're projecting? Like, if the season ended today, guess who they'd be playing in the playoffs? Niners. Yeah. Niners are Eagles. So, no, the Niners. Niners. Well, here's the – so we've told, we've told you this before, but Bears repeating. Coming out of that Washington game, Carolina this weekend, Carolina, 10.5-point favorite. They beat bad teams. Carolina's a bad team. They'll cover, too. Home to Washington four days later. Uh, and then, by the way, the, the, the home game with Washington starts a streak of, of three straight home games. Home to Washington, then 10 days later, home to Seattle with the Pete Carroll Seahawks, which we're not sure. They're good sometimes and not good all the time, but they're talented. Then Philadelphia comes in. So, Rob, they have a chance to get, you know, to, to gosh, 10 and, 10 and 3. Then trips to Buffalo. When we saw Buffalo last night, they look a mess. They should beat Buffalo. Buffalo beat themselves. Now, is that in do. Buffalo? Yes. Yeah. December 17th. That's, that's tough late in the year. Weather. That's, don't know what that's going to be. You got, like you said, and if they don't have a running game by then, they're going to lose that game in it, that weather. Well, and Buffalo's got 12. I mean, that game last night, you, you win the game. You get a break. Will Lutz, ride right. And you've got 12 guys on the field? you got a guy on the field playing safety that's just standing out there doing nothing? Yeah. He that's, didn't count. That's coaching. That's how you know. They're, <laughs> Come they're, on, they're man. Not, they're, they're regressing because they're starting to get injuries and stuff like that. But they're also the coaching. Guys are guys are not listening to the message anymore for the, the Bills. Dude, what's the, isn't that yeah. the job of the guy at the back? Count the players? Yeah, that usually somebody's responsible for that. Well, the coach is responsible for it, too, on the sideline. Sure he is. <laughs> sure he is. <laughs> we can't. Come on, man. So, so if the Cowboys get Seattle and Philadelphia at home, which after you just saw the Cowboys outplay Philadelphia, those are winnable games. I agree. Their road contests are at Buffalo, and then they go to Miami. So Damn. they go, they go the polar weather games. They go from Buffalo in December to Miami in December, yeah. and that's on Christmas Eve afternoon. And then they come back home on the second to last day of the year and play Detroit. That Miami one, Ooh. you better be ready for that. I like that Detroit game too. At, that uh, Detroit December game, you're 30th. right. That's, yeah, I'm just talking about the Cowboys. Need to be ready for that. That's, yeah. that's a hell of a stretch. That, I don't, does anybody have a stretch like that at the end of the year? Philadelphia does. Did it? Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, no, I mean, the Cowboys, that, that's, that's a tough stretch. But three of those games are at home. That's brutal. Two are on the road. Uh, you know, Eagles, who are on their bye week this week, Rod, they come out of there by with a stretch like that. They go to Kansas City this week. Mm, that's brutal. Um, you know, th this Sunday. And then, my right now, the, uh, the Philadelphia, yeah, uh, the, the, the coming up this week, they, they go to KC, which is a huge game, obviously. It's the uh, Monday night football game coming up this Monday. Uh, then they come home for Buffalo, Philadelphia, Josh Allen coming. They go, then they come home for San Francisco. Hmm. Then they go to Dallas. Then they go to Seattle. Damn. That's yeah. their stretch, and it starts this Monday night at Kansas City. Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, we'll come back. When we do, Rod, let's play Who Said That. Who, Who said that? Who said it? We'll find out next. Looks like we're finally making some progress here on the roads. I-35 breaking up a little, but you know it's still slow. From Onion Creek all the way to downtown, uh, there's some breaks, but not too many here late in the 9 o'clock hour. That's a tad unusual. As we check uh, Mopac southbound to 2222 from 183, uh, stop and go and research heading to Mopac. You know, around the big curve, Oak Knoll to Duval, that is still heavy as well. We still have these crashes on the board. Uh, William Cannon near Brody, also Denson at Guadalupe. Uh, slaughter uh, frontage northbound. Uh, this, this is actually uh, I-35 frontage northbound at Slaughter. Amber Glen at Palmer Lane and South Congress at Riverside. All are clearing. I'm Don Miller and that's traffic.
Hey, what's up, folks? Lifetime Longhorn Rod Babers here. I want to tell you about Bud Light because last night got a chance to enjoy some nice ice cold Bud Light. Watching Monday Night Football and enjoying America's favorite game and America's favorite beer, football and Bud Light. That is a championship tag team, no matter which way you slice it. And uh, this weekend, I know the weekend seems very far away. So, a lot of you out there, if you're a little sad about uh, the weekend being so far uh, on the horizon, don't worry about that. You can always bring the fun times and the good times of any weekend to the weekday. And you do it with a Bud Light, because Bud Light is the sure sign of a good time, and it turns good times into great times, and the rest of the times into the best of times. Speaking of the best of times, that's what this uh, weekend is all about. Football season, college football, the NFL, oh, truly the best of times. So remember, when you're stocking up for those watch parties, whether it be NFL or college, make sure you're stocked up with Bud Light. It's the perfect tailgating beverage for all those tailgates out there. Still my go-to for those uh, Longhorn tailgates on Saturdays, but for those NFL watch parties as well, you want to be the life of the party, you bring more Bud Light to the party, folks. It's just that simple. Uh, Bud Light also uh, the perfect beer for your happy hours, maybe for dinner out with friends and family. It is the perfect beer for any and every occasion. That's why it is the number one light beer in the world, and it's my choice, and it should be yours, too. So remember, folks, no matter what you're doing here in the ATX, as long as you're doing it in a safe and responsible fashion, make sure you're doing it with Bud Light. Never a bad time to break out the Bud Light brewed by Texans for Texans, deep in the heart of Texas, and proud of it. Ironworkers Local 482, building Central Texas since 1935. You see their skilled craftsmanship every day with Austin iconic landmarks like UT Memorial Stadium and the Pennybacker Bridge. Ironworkers Local 482 Union is hiring 3,000 people right now for a huge new project. Enjoy full benefits, a pension, and a rewarding career. Becoming a member of Ironworkers Local 482, you accept the challenge to give your best each day while shaping Austin's economic development. Apply today at ironworkers482.org. That's ironworkers482.org. The Chris Waters Full Market Guaranteed Offer means you get a cash offer on your home for full market value guaranteed. And that means no long-term contracts, no costly repairs required. You're in complete control. You can even pick your own move date. It's absolutely amazing what Chris Waters does. You don't have to put up with multiple showings, back-and-forth negotiations, low-ball offers, especially during the holidays. Who can get you what your home's worth and get it done quickly? <laughs> That's Chris Waters. It's Bob Cole, and the only person I would recommend or have used myself in the last 30-something years to sell a home is Christopher Waters. But there are thousands of testimonials. Take Rob and Lisa, for instance, right here in Austin. They needed to move to a newer home, but it was quite expensive, so they had to get top dollar for their home. That's why they hired Chris Waters. And guess what? They got multiple offers and 10000 over asking price in one day. Call the agent that guarantees a full market cash value on your home. The team I recommend, Chris Waters, 829-8000. Or go to ChristopherWaters.com. That's ChristopherWaters with two T's.com. Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on prize picks. The best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you could win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. 
sweat it out, watch your entry update in real time, and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with Prize Picks. And right now, you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime. Prize Picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for more details. The Horn text line has moved. Join the conversation on the new Horn text line, 512-447-3776. That's 512-447-3776. Aaron Hogan. You just got to keep living, man. Rod Babers. L-I-V-I-N. Ian Rod B. On the Horn. Who said that? Who said that? Who said that? Time for a round of Who Said That? Audio from around the landscape. And uh, we try to figure out who it is. What do you have for me, Rod? Uh, I'm still sending Ty some stuff so you can go. All right, then I have one. Who said this, uh, uh, Ty? It is the one from Saturday that I sent you um, from the uh, the big game in Happy Valley. Big game in Happy Valley. How about that? Fire that one up from the uh, Twitter machines, and we'll see uh, who said that on Hook'em Up with Ian Rod B on a Tuesday. Uh, I'm having I'm, – I'm struggling to find it. Hold on. Sorry. Oh. No worries, Ty. I, I just here. I just sent you one too. You can just play that one if you want to. Okay, I'm gonna play Rods. It might be easier for you. Here we go. Here we go. Who said? Off that? to a great start. My fault. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm still this computer. We're having some issues. Uh oh. Nah, that's all right. Computers having issues. It happens. It's having a bad start. To nice, the nice little refresh here. Last time. <laughs> 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 Holy cow. All right. All That's right. all right. He's got it. Don't worry. Don't worry. Be patient. These, these patience, people. That's right. Patience. It's a virtue. And you don't know what it's going to take to win the game. We did what we had to do to win the game. That's what good teams do. No matter what, man, I get it. Do not, do not ever feel bad or this or that about a win man they're too hard to come by you earn that win no matter what you say you earn that win and we will accept it all right all i've got is two game balls all right, i got two give me the first one robin thomas yes sir dan campbell that was dan campbell that might be the next coach at texas a&m rod they definitely should call him. He's going to say no. But they should call him. They should make everybody say no. That's my school. That's my alma mater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's why you call him. Because in all the way, he may make a suggestion for you. That's why you also call everybody. Sometimes if they really like it, they'll go, you know, you should call. You should call this, this offensive coordinator. That yeah, right yeah, yeah. They'll give you a nice little suggestion. And you might not hire him for your head coach, but you might tell your next head coach hire, hey, this is a really good D.C. I talked to my man Dan Campbell about him. He recommended this guy. So that's why you, man, you, if, if you have an opening or a vacancy, you know, it might work for any industry, but especially in football at the college or the pro level, dude, interview everybody. Interview like 50 different candidates because all they're going to do is share their best ideas with you trying to get the job, and you can just steal them. That's what I would do. Yeah. I don't know why people don't do more of it. I know somebody who does that in the NFL. That's why I got the idea from. Uh, but anyway, um, all right, we got a uh, – you got something? All right, Ty, how about, able to get the uh, – How about the, the other head coach that you sent me re- more recently because I could not find the other one that you wanted. 
Did you delete it? I'm looking Ooh, right at it. it. There we go. Okay. Who said that? Last year, right. there's a lot of speculation about uh, maybe something similar happening this year. There are jobs coming open that mm -hmm. your name's going to be connected to. How do you manage all of that? Well, you you got a 10 and 0 team here. You're mm -hmm. coaching a team, trying to get to the playoff, all those sort of things. Yeah, my my focus is 100% on us playing playing ball right now. Um, I heard the same question asked to to Ryan Grubb, you know, just now about opportunities, and I think that's what um, what I really appreciate about our staff. And it starts with me, um, just being completely focused. And when when it comes to a contract piece, things like that, I, I, I'll just make sure it's known that you know uh, Troy's done a great job of trying to and doing you know approaching me and and working together to try to make sure that continuity exists here at UW. And that doesn't just happen overnight, but um, you know those efforts are certainly being made, and I'm appreciative of that. All right, who said that, Rod? Is that Dan Lanning? No, that's Kalen DeBoer, the oh, okay. uh, head coach of the uh, Washington Huskies, whose name is also being nice. bantied about. I mean, it's like four guys being asked about that damn job already. Jeff Trailer, we played him earlier. Mm -hmm. We played uh, Dan Lanning. Dan Lanning. We got this one. Dan right. Campbell. Yeah, hey, you know what? It's a, it's a big job. There you go. That's how you know it's a big job. Well, it, especially, you know, <coughs> Texas fans will argue as, as a rival that it's not a huge job, but at the same time, because it's the Aggies. But they do have a lot of money. They do have fertile recruiting. They are in the SEC, and they can win in the NIL space, Rod, Rod, which is huge. If you're a coach, that's what those things you're looking for. Yep. Passionate fan base, supportive administration, money to, to help with NIL. Oh, they got Recruiting that. base. Yes, sir. Like I said, they are a sleeping giant. We all know it. Longhorn fans know it, too. That's why you don't want them to get the right coach. Yes. If they get the right coach, the Aggies can be a real problem. Jeff Man. Trailer would be scary. He'd, be, he'd easily be the most respected uh, of all the coaches they hire in in Texas, like in the state of Texas, because well, he's put in so much time with the high school coaches well, and been here so long. Think about the name Kalen DeBoer. He was at Indiana. Mm -hmm. As he brings Michael Penix to Washington. Would you rather be recruiting at Washington or in at Texas A&M, where you can recruit great athletes for your offense? Texas A&M. Yes. Yeah. And Back I know Washington's got money, but they ain't got A&M money. And I could argue Dan. <laughs> that's why I argue Dan Lanning with the Nike money and with going to the Big Ten that there's a. But, you know, they have the national recruiting Yeah, with Brian, gravity. Nike. Yeah. Uh, Washington doesn't have that. No, they do when not. When Michael Penix walks out the door, it may all change for him. I agree with that. A&M, there's mm -hmm. a lot of talent there. And oh, Kalen yeah. DeBoer has already shown he can he can score a lot of points with a good got, quarterback. And they got money for NIL. They got money on that name. That one's interesting if you're going outside the state. I think Dan Lanning's going to be comfortable. Kalen DeBoer's interesting. We'll That's talk about one. it. Fabulous fifth hour coming your way. Hook him up with Ian Rodby. Slowly but surely, some more green on the board here as we check um, I-35 northbound. Most of the Hayes County delays are finally done. But north of there, folks, we're still going to have on-again, off-again delays uh, from about Onion Creek to Stastny. And then Riverside to Cesar Chavez southbound uh, from 183 to the next. You know, it's still slow. Williamson County, we're in good shape. Toll 130, I-35, no problems there. But research uh, between, uh, well, Oak Knoll and Duval southbound headed to Mopac slow. And we just got word of a crash. Research at Mopac. That might cause some extra problems for you. Clearing these wrecks, William Cannon at Brody, Denson at Guadalupe, uh, near the uh, northbound frontage of I-35 at Slaughter, and also Amber Glen and Parmer. I'm Don Miller, and that's your traffic. Really love, hopefully, you're taking our advice and checking out BetterHelp and BetterHelp.com, the online therapy that uh, can get you on your way and a roadmap to a better self, to being your best self, right? A lot of guys, especially us, us dudes out there, us guys, you know, we think seeking help and therapy, those things are, could be signs of weakness when actually 
they're a sign of strength, right? When you're shouldering everything you are for your family and your your life and your job and work, um, you know, our mental health sometimes go, goes overlooked. We just pack it all away and uh, holidays are coming. Are you looking forward to that? Or are you stressing out about that? It'll be a lot this time of year. How are you going to pay for everything? you got family coming, um, work, how are you going to get it all done? Sometimes it needs leads to natural anxiety and sadness and things that are natural emotions. Uh, but we as guys don't always talk about them. But therapy can help you be a better spouse, be a better father, be a bright spot amid all the stress and change, something to look forward to to make you feel more grounded and uh, learn some tools to manage everything that's going on. Instead, as we say, just packing it away. And that's what BetterHelp is all about. It is a place to do that. Because uh, I know a lot of you thinking, man, I'd love to maybe try that, E, but I don't have time for that. Well, BetterHelp is a team of online professionals specializing in helping busy guys like our, ourselves understanding the unique struggles. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. Do it at home or in your office. Just close the door and have a conversation. Just brief, just fill out that brief questionnaire at BetterHelp.com slash The Horn. That's the website. Fill out the brief questionnaire. They'll match you with a licensed therapist, and you can begin the, the conversations. You can switch therapists at any time with no additional charge at all. And all you have to do is, again, let them be the, the therapy, be your map uh, to a better you, better spouse, better father, uh, better life. BetterHelp.com slash The Horn today. That's BetterHelp.com slash The Horn. If you use that, that uh, The Horn slash, you get uh, 10% off your first month. So don't forget that. BetterHelp.com slash The Horn. That's BetterHelp. 